This is the Two Guys Take Podcast. Gaming, music, and more with your hosts, Mike and Adam. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode four of the Two Guys Take. Oh, we have a, an awesome episode planned for today. Ooh, I can't wait to get into this. Adam, how's it going, sir? It's going well. I have no complaints at this time. No complaints sure. this time. It's not Groundhog's Day time. anymore. No, I mean it's still it's still Groundhog Day. We're still living that same day over and over again. But okay, I'm not complaining this day. All right, I like that. That's good. That's good. Trying uh, to keep a positive attitude, you know. I, I like being a, uh, being positive. I I do have a, a fun fact for you though. Um, okay. So I've been trying to eat a little more uh, healthy and move a little bit more. So I have been recently wearing my Apple Watch just to track my steps. And as you know, uh, I'm a band director, so I conduct during the day. And I didn't take my watch off. I never so after like two periods, I had like 10,000 steps. <laughs> so I cut, all, I cut all my steps. So if, if guys, if you're, if you're tracking your steps and, um, you know, move your arms really fast um, for about, I don't know, an hour and a half, you can definitely get all your steps in. <laughs> Yeah, using your using your watch. That's, <laughs> using my watch, exactly. Yeah. Crazy. So that's pretty awesome. funny. So today's episode. Oh, actually, before we get into it, I actually want to thank everybody. Um, our first three episodes have gotten over 100 plays, 100 listens. So that's pretty yeah. freaking awesome. I think we're sitting at 107 currently. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Very nice. Um, so again, the two guys take the number one over on Twitter. Um to follow anything that is pertaining to the podcast would be awesome if you guys want to go uh, check that out and follow along and we'll follow back because you know we'll, we'll do that stuff i mean unless you unless you don't we don't think you're cool <laughs> right if you're not you cool gotta have enough, a certain then, uh, i'm not saying that we're cool but like we are i mean totally <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna cut that part out of the yeah, podcast absolutely anyway <laughs> I think you leave it in. Okay. Um, so today we're going to be talking about console gaming. Ooh. Pretty much the history of of gaming. But in our in. eyes, though. Right. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. But I mean, um, we're old enough that it pretty much is the, the history of gaming. <laughs> I, pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you think about, like, you know, when we grew up, I mean, we kind of, this was like our generation kind of like, you know really put gaming, uh, console gaming, um, on the map. It's true. Which, I mean, if we're going to be, get technical about it, you're like the generation before me, but I mean, we're not, but that's it, but what, uh, semantics. That's semantics. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just, so, that's just my polite way of calling you old. Yeah. Well, exactly. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, listen, I, be, t talk about old. So, I'm not sure, but I'm I'm gonna run down a couple of, of the systems that I owned early on since I'm the oldest here. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, the Magnavox Odyssey was my first gaming system. What was your first gaming system? Uh, my first gaming system was the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis. So that's also like a fun fact is the Magnavox Odyssey is also credited as the very first gaming console. So see that see that it, it was the and it was the weirdest little thing it, the 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 joystick was like this box with a like a like a skinny stick sticking up 
right? And it kind of, you know, it moved in all directions and stuff like that. But it had a keyboard on it. So you had the cartridge slot in the front and then a keyboard and you could type and you could... I think I mentioned this on one of the last episodes and like the game that was like the game to play was Casey Munchkin, which was like a Pac-Man game, but it was like so cheesy. It was terrible. Now, was this before Pac-Man or was this... You know, I, it, I, I probably should have looked that up. Was it like a Pac-Man ripoff? Was Casey Munchkin I, a Pac-Man ripoff? I feel like Pac-Man was out before Casey Munchkin. Um, but, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not, When did Pac, Pac-Man came out in 1976? <clears throat> oh, that's the board game. Sorry, the arcade game was 1980. So this would be... This would be before it, so maybe Pac-Man was based on a vi- on this game. Yeah, Casey Casey Munchkin was a year later. It's actually wait, it's oh. part of the Pac-Man series. Is it? It is. Yes, it is actually a part of the Pac-Man series. It says right here, if Wikipedia can be believed, that it is part of the Pac-Man series. Well, look at that. I had I so had no it's, idea. It's, it's rebranded Pac-Man <clears throat> for um, Magnavox Odyssey. Wow. All right. Well, things you learn on the podcast and the two guys take amazing. That's awesome. I had no, I had no idea really. Um, I honestly, I didn't either because the first time I even heard of Casey Munchkin was the, the first podcast we recorded. Whenever you mentioned it, oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That system was crazy. And then, and then um, we had the Atari twenty six hundred, you know, um, and then ColecoVision. ColecoVision was for me was really when I like fell in love with video gaming uh that's before the nes um and that that console uh had a controller that was like uh a a very nubby joystick would had like a keypad on it so you and you had these overlays for some of the games and you would stick the overlay underneath the keypad to push certain buttons to like trigger certain things you know i forget some of the games that that I, i know smurfs was like a big game and I used to play this game called Venture that was like a labyrinth game. Like you would go into these labyrinths and kill like these little creatures. I think I broke a million points in that game. But it's that like game had... Crawler. Yeah, it was like a crawler, a dungeon crawler. And um, it, uh, you know, the Donkey Kong game was like I was just what it say, came with. Do you know what the best-selling game ever for ColecoVision was? I had to be... Was, well, did Donkey Kong come with it? It was Donkey Kong. Yeah, it came with it. It came with it. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's 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 by I guess by default. It by was default, the best, yeah, the best, by default. Selling game. But that was that was like the whole draw to the system was just don- it was like the arcade Donkey Kong game. It was so good. Oh my god, it was amazing. So now, now I have to look. Now was that was Donkey Kong made by Nintendo? No, it wasn't. Nope. Uh huh. Look at that. Interesting. Cool. Oh, you know, it says it says publisher Nintendo. Now, did you yeah, have a okay. did you have an NES? Because you said Sega Genesis. So yeah, that- okay. So uh, yeah, I was going to talk about that. I had a Sega Genesis, but I had um, I don't know if it was something like my dad had and just you know kept to himself for a while because you know until we were ready for video games, me and my brother or whatever. I'm not I'm not sure. But I know that an NES did come into the picture at a certain point, and it was after we already had a Sega, because the Sega was was one hundred percent my first gaming system. I rem- I uh, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember the day. Well, I can tell you how old I was. Eighty eight. I was two years old. There's no way. 
There's no <laughs> way. There's no way. <laughs> so I either mean, way, you started real early. <laughs> Uh, either way it was the first i got it on a christmas i uh, maybe it wasn't a year it came out because i was at least like three or four i mean i i don't remember it vividly but i remember it and um we did get an nes after that because i remember i kind of stopped playing the sega to play the nes Mm -hmm. and i was like stuck on um stuck on uh what's it nightmare on elm street for the longest time on game. nes yeah really i remember oh, like yeah. you know duck hunt was like the biggest thing like you had this gun and you could like shoot the screen and like it was you know, remember remember duck hunt that was amazing oh, we, we were talking about about old school console peripherals last night um and because uh tito was saying how he there he's there's never a gun for Sega, and there was, so I proved him wrong on that. But oh, I didn't know that. we got it. We we got into the conversation of of like old school console peripherals, where you know you to you unplug your controller and you plug in the gun for Duck Hunt right. in that situation, and it's just like kind of ahead of its time because if you look at like the the game Lethal Enforcers for Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. they that gun is a motion controller. It's like it's like Nintendo. It's like Nintendo Wii, mm-hmm. but oh, okay. in, in in the in the early early nineties, essentially, because there was no like, not at least not that I remember. There wasn't any kind of like eye that you put on top of your TV to like you know calibrate it or anything. I'm pretty sure it was right. it was a motion controller. I could be wrong on that. Call me out if you want, but you know that's the way I think it it worked, if I remember correctly. Right. Well, speaking of peripherals, we also had the Atari 5200, which was like like the better version of the Atari, obviously. And the graphics were, again, like arcade. So the biggest one of the biggest games on that console was Centipede. And talk about peripherals. They had a trackball that you could plug into the system and use it like you were in the arcade. You know, you played Centipede or Millipede with a little trackball. Oh, my God, that was awesome. It was like you were in the arcade. It was amazing. So good. I remember those all those old, um, all those old Atari controllers. My my uncle, like I said, he always had one that we used to play anytime we went over to his house. But my, I remember my grandma in her attic, she had like a whole box filled with like all these Atari controllers and stuff, and it was always like a tease because it never worked. Oh, really? Like I would I would always be like, why can't we play with these cool looking things? And right, oh that's that stuff doesn't work. It hasn't worked forever. It's like, well, throw it away, I guess. But in in, in hindsight, I should have just been like, well, I'm gonna take all this stuff, and then in 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 the late 2000s, I'm gonna sell it all. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it and sell it. Yeah, I think hindsight, you know. Yeah, hindsight is 2020. They say. So I went from the NES right to PlayStation. So I didn't have any like like Super NES or Nintendo sixty four. I I'm not sure if I had a Sega Genesis well, I, to be honest. I don't remember if I did or not. Uh, but oh, I, I do did. remember PlayStation. I had the Sega Genesis. I had the Sega thirty two X. That was like this little. It was like a you know it fit in the game slot, but it was like an expansion thing, and it played mm-hmm. thirty thirty two bit games or whatever it was, oh, and it was okay. like higher, better, a little bit better graphics right. and. The games were a little more immersive, like like, and I say a little more, like a very little bit. Right. It wasn't like the Sega CD 
which I also had for a, a short amount of time, that it was like it came with this little platform that you would set your Sega on and it would it would connect into the bottom of the Sega and it was just like this expansion and you could you could put a CD in and, and it was like the first game that actually played off of a CD ROM. Wow. Huh. That was like the early early Sega CD. I think I think they actually released Sega CD on its own. Or no, Sega Saturn was the Saturn. The, uh, I, yeah, I remember that. I remember that system. Yeah, that was that was that was the next one. Was the Sega Saturn? I never owned a Sega Saturn. <clears throat> I always wanted one though because they looked so cool. Yeah, I don't think I then. I don't think I owned any Sega games, any Sega systems. Oh yeah, I was a I was a Genesis junkie for sure. But I think I want to say we I want to say we had our Genesis. For a few years before, maybe like I said, I was super young, so like mm-hmm. the, the the memories are a little fuzzy, right? So we could have easily had the NES at the same time, and I just played Sega a ton and then moved right. on to it. But it was like it was definitely a thing I moved on to later. It was <clears> definitely <throat> an older system. Whenever I started playing those, mm-hmm. playing all those like well, all the Mario games. What was your and, so? What was your favorite game on the Genesis? My favorite game was Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that was on Genesis. So that wasn't on NES. Oh, no, no, wait, no, Genesis. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking NES. No, no, Genesis. That was NES. Genesis. My favorite game on Genesis. That's a tough question. Yeah. Because I was I, I played a lot of Mortal Kombat. Okay. And like a lot of Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was, but, was, was good. I, I think playing. there was a game called Altered Beast. Where you would, you would literally alter into a beast. It, okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I never heard of it. I never heard of it. Um, that was a pretty good game. There was a lot of X Men games, or not a lot. But there was a few X Men games that were really cool on Sega. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really hard. To, it's really hard to pick a favorite because even whenever whenever you look back on it, a lot of the games were kind of the same. Right. You know, they were all platformers. Right. right and right, and right. like or dungeon crawlers. So it was like. If I had to pick out a favorite, oh, I I can't. Actually, no. I'm gonna pick out a favorite right now. Vector Man. Ooh, Vector Man. Okay. Is that like Metroid Man? Nothing. Um, like it. no. Okay. It's you. You. He's like literally just a bunch of vectors <laughs> like piled on top of each other. Right. And it's like you. It's a little hard to explain. He's kind of like a robot, I guess. Uh huh. But it's like his just a bunch of different shapes that are like made into this this free flowing robot, and he has you get like different power ups that you can have on his his gun. It's kind of like you know his hand is a gun, almost like Mega Man. But, okay, okay. You know, it's obviously way different than mm-hmm. Mega Man, right? And it's just like super futuristic, and it, it takes place in in like a futuristic world, and you fight all these these robot insects and and it's just a very very unique game there was there was there was not much like that at the time that sounds fun there was a lot of time spent on that game so i'd say if i had to pick a favorite it would probably be vector man vector man nice yeah if nobody knows about vector man you should check it out because it's a pretty fun game yeah i never i didn't get to to test out uh donkey kong yet but we'll get that to that in a second uh, my favorite was uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out on uh, NES. Actually, a funny story was we we were talking video games with uh, my students. This is years ago, and we were, we were talking about um, old systems, and we were talking about NES. 
And I was like, oh, I used to be so good at punch out. He's like, come on, Mr. B. You know, you were. I was like, I'm telling you. I'm like, Aunt, I'm telling you, I was really good at it. So the next day he comes in with a controller and an emulator on a, like a, like a, you know, a jump drive and puts it in my PC at school. And he's like, here you go. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And I was just right. I remembered like all the moves and everything. I was like rifling through boss, through uh, each boxer, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. When I beat Tyson, dude, I was like, I was on top of the world. I was like, I could, you know, I, I couldn't be stopped. It was, it was amazing. I, I did you I ever play punch out or no? Yeah, I remember punch out more than I remember Mike Tyson's punch out because you know Mike Tyson's punch out was literally just punch out, but they added Mike Tyson as the final boss and they right. branded it after him. Right. But then eventually they stopped selling it because Mike Tyson. Right, exactly. Um, well, it was originally Mike it, Tyson's Punch Out, and then it went like, to Punch like, Out. Right, and now on the Switch, they have Punch Out, and not Mike Tyson's Punch Out, obviously. Um, but I did play. I did play a good bit of that. Um, I have. I never beat Tyson, though. No. No, I did never beat Tyson. I, I won't. I won't sit here and lie to you and tell you that I have. Beaten I, did, Tyson, I did. I did. I, 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 I beat Tyson. I have recently beaten all the bosses in. The regular punch out oh, okay. on Switch, but I don't know if I want to. I have to pick that, that up. I have to pick that up. Fucking thirty-five years old, <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> yeah, when I did it, I was like, I don't know, fourteen. <laughs> you know? Yeah. See. But yeah. So yeah, you know, you get the reflexes when you're fourteen years old is much different than when you're forty-eight. You know. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and then you know, after after those systems, the PlayStation. Uh, you know, I I was a PlayStation head for a while. PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and then when the Xbox came out, and that was it. I mean, I was I mean, that's the console I kind of stuck with and stayed stayed on was the Xbox. And there was a long a, a long stretch of time in between whenever I got my Sega Genesis and whenever I got my PS1. Um lots of years. Yeah. Cuz we we had that. Well, actually no, I can't like I was going to say that that was the next system, but my next system was the Super Nintendo. I, I don't know how I forgot about the Super Nintendo. All yeah, of a I never. Excuse me, I never had a Super Nintendo. I went NES, PlayStation. I had a Super Nintendo, and I had all three Donkey Kong Country games, Mortal Kombat Ultimate Three, and I had one other game. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't very non-memorable game. And then I would just rent games from Blockbuster all the time. Mm-hmm. Rest, rest in peace, Blockbuster Video. Blockbuster, oh. That's right, you could rent games um, from them. Mm-hmm. And I did all the time. So I only owned, like I said, only owned five games, and I would just rent everything under the sun. I don't honestly, like even looking back, like I have you know all the stuff on emulators and stuff now, and it's like I don't remember half of the games on Super Nintendo. But like I remember... Having like you know like I remember that the, the feeling when playing most of these games it's 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 very hard it's very it's very weird and confusing what I'm saying right now but like like I said Super Nintendo was like one of my favorite periods of gaming and I think most of that is is attributed to the Donkey Kong Country series like I said before right but it's just like uh, what the heck was it there was there was a bunch of a bunch of like um there were some like looney tunes games 
and some just odd, obscure games here and there that I would get that were just, that was so much fun. And I just, I just love the Super Nintendo. I love the controller. It's just everything about it. I just, I geeked out hard whenever I got that thing for Christmas. <laughs> right. And, and I, I, you know, my cousins would always want to come over and play the Super Nintendo. And I, I think my one cousin, she would even buy like games and stuff and just come over to play them, but didn't actually have a Super Nintendo. And eventually it like forced my uncle to actually buy her one because she just like kept spending her like allowance money on Super Nintendo games. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. But, that, but yeah, but then the next system after that was definitely the PS1. Right. And that completely changed my life because I got a PS1 and Metal Gear Solid and that consumed my life for it for, still is. For, it still is. <laughs> yes, cuz you were playing it the other day. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm still I'm current I'm currently streaming the the Metal Gear Solid 3 playthrough. Right. And it's and it's I'm streaming it in a way that only I can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and listen, this is I'm gonna I'm gonna go out here and say now now when I started playing PlayStation, I was playing a lot of the sports games, and I've never played a Metal Metal Gear Solid game. I know. I know. We've been over this. I know. We yeah. I know. We you and I talked about this before. So uh, podcast land folks that are listening, please don't hate on me. That I have never played a Metal Gear Solid game. I've met quite a few people who haven't played Metal Gear Solid, and I I get it. You know, I get it. Some mm-hmm. people just didn't have the culture that 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 most of us did. You know, I, <laughs> <Right>. I understand. <laughs> I mean, like also, it was you know, PlayStation and Xbox that started the console war. Yeah, right that started there. the PS One yep. mm-hmm. and the the original Xbox. So, a lot of my friends had the Xbox. And I was one of the only only kids with a PlayStation. So right. I, I remember me and one other kid, we had PlayStations, and we both had Metal Gear Solid, and we just talked about that constantly all the time. And all these Xbox kids thought we were weirdos. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they were all playing... Um, it wasn't Halo. There was a, there was a game that, that came out with uh, early with the Xbox that, that these kids were all so... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually trying to look it up because it was like a mech game. And I don't yes. remember the name of it because, because of like, soon after the Xbox came out, Xbox Live came out, and you you could play that on on online. But I can't remember the for the life of me, I can't remember. I'm looking it up right now, and I can't I can't find it. Um, but it was like a mech game that you would you know you fly into a map. You were in these huge mechs. Was it Mech Assault? Was that the game? No, can't be. Can't be that simple. Was it Mech Assault? Because that's that's silly. I'm I don't know. I couldn't tell yeah, you. Yeah, Mech Assault. Gameplay Xbox. That's the game. Okay, Mech Assault, yeah. Then. That has to be what the game was too, that everybody was Oh, like, absolutely. Hundred you know, percent. You gotta get an Xbox, play Mech Assault. Yep. Or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yep. And then, you know, and so then that, Halo came out and then for then the, then it was over, Johnny. Then, you know, the land parties and all that other crazy stuff started happening with the Xbox. Right, and that's the thing. Halo, or Halo definitely gave the crown to Xbox for a long time mm-hmm. because, like, like we've we've discussed, Halo Halo revolutionized multiplayer gaming, it, especially Halo Two. Um, and it just it just expanded from there. Right. But if you really think about it, PlayStation didn't have any competition in that until. PlayStation 3. Like, they didn't have an exclusive shooter 
until um resistance fall of man if well, i if i understand if, if i like and that was like kind of their halo-y game to launch with the ps3 they had kill zone with playstation 2 but that wasn't like it never really got the success that halo did i love that game and but you know and i know a few other people that did as well and i had a lot of fun with it but it's still i don't there was nothing in the playstation world that really was big competition with halo well right like in that type of game but the playstation 2 socom navy seals did you ever play that right yeah yes so you had the we, you know, we were talking about extra peripherals that came with a little talk box, a little microphone. Yeah, I did. I didn't have that. Oh, you didn't have that. Oh my god! I went over to a buddy's house and he had this game, and I was like, I was like in awe. Like, what do you mean you're talking to the to the AI? How was this even possible? So, like, you know, the game is the Navy, Navy SEALs. You go on these missions, but it came with a USB microphone that you would put into the um, PlayStation, and you would call out commands to your squad you would be like uh you know uh bravo uh go blah 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 you know whatever i forget the forget the commands but that was like so cool and it was like you know stealthy type of uh of a game and you would you know send your team to do certain things and they would you know distract the enemies oh man socom was awesome See, I, I, and I think I never really could get into that game because I bought the game used like two weeks after it came out, mm -hmm. and it didn't have it didn't have the microphone with it. It was just the game. Oh, okay, you could, yeah, you that could, was the whole could, mystique of the game. You could do all the you know, call outs the and stuff. You could do the comms and stuff, but it was like with the, the with the controller, right? And it, it was it was a pain in the ass, and I just was like, I played it for a couple hours and just never never picked it back up again, yeah. but. Definitely know a lot of people that were in love with that game. Oh, I love that. That was one of my favorite it. games on PlayStation 2, for, without a doubt, was SOCOM Navy SEALs. Um, the first two were good. The the three and, and four, the last one, um, eh. But, um, but back back to what, what I was saying about the, the PlayStation never really had f like any competition in the shooter realm with Halo. Mm -hmm. But like they kind of evolved in a different way because their exclusives all became like i don't know games i think that had more replay value almost like more like substance to them like you had your crash bandicoots early on then you had like your uncharted series right. and um god of war god of stuff war. like that oh, what a, what it's a like, great game like to me Xbox will never be able to compete with the with the exclusive mm -hmm. like single player story games that that Sony comes out with, and and that's where they're always going to have a leg up. Right, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with like that. like the Last of Us. Like I said, God of War. Like these games. Like you know, you can have Halo over on Xbox, but I mean, how many times can you go do the same thing over and over right. and over and over and over again? You right. know, like mm -hmm. apparently a lot because you know people put. Thousands oh yeah, tons hours of hours. Of those games. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean. It's 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 just like I feel like Sony for all the you know a lot of whatever your opinions are on the on the side of the you know console wars as they call them. Sony has definitely had more substance. I think more innovations in the department of like graphics and mm -hmm. and just like you know they 
there's a lot more into their exclusives. There's a lot more exclusives because it's, you know, Microsoft has the, the whole PC realm too, where they right. can put everything on there. And it's just, I mean, well, that's the thing think too. Like, like you think, you think exclusives on Xbox, you're, you're what Halo gears of war, two shooters. Right. And, and that's gears of war much, has I mean, a great story. Yeah. Halo has a pretty good story too, but I mean, that's you're talking two games to carry your whole, and, and it, 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 it works for them, but right. I think there could be more. Oh, I agree. I think there should be more there. There, sh- there should be more, but I agree. And that's the only like at, now in this the state that we're in now that now I've moved over to PC gaming. Um, the only console I would consider would be the PlayStation Five. There's no need for me right. to get an Xbox because almost every title you can get on the Xbox you can play on the PC. So and uh, you know not you know being an Xbox head and and basically you know use playing that system instead of you know playing PlayStation. Um, you know, I never really got to play uh, God of War and um, what's the, um, oh, Gran Turismo was the racing game. I love that game. That was another yeah. PlayStation exclusive. Well, um, I'll tell you though, Xbox had Forza and I I do have to say that I think Forza is a better series than the Gran Turismo series. Oh, you do? You like that one better? I do. Okay. Personally. Okay. Yeah, I liked, I liked Gran Turismo. Um, I kind of like Gran Turismo was cool. And I I did I dug the first and the second one a lot, right. but it to me it was like I don't know it just felt too professional to me. And like I'm hmm. I'm playing a video game here. I don't want right. to do a 500 lap endurance race. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean I I guess it's cool to know that I could do that if I want. Yeah. And I have actually sat and watched people do that. Right. Um, but I just I feel like Forza is a little more fun. It's a little more video gamey, right? You know, it's okay. definitely yeah, I could, I could beautiful. It's definitely very real. It's very simulatory, it, and it, and it's and it, it is professional in a way. But I, I do it just I don't know. Some it's something about it feels more video gamey right. to me. Gotcha. I, it, maybe that's because I was always a bigger a big fan of like the Need for Speed games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, it, it's it's kind of closer to that than Gran Turismo is. So I think that maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, up, up, up and just, you know, until I started really streaming, that's when I kind of shied away from my, you know, the consoles. Unfortunately, like it's weird now trying to play like on a controller and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, you, you know, I think we're still going to have, you know, those console wars because because people live and die by the console. You know, they're, they're, and, they're and God, like I feel like consoles are good. To you know, like a good gift to get to your give to your kids. Like I'm thinking, right. you know, my mm-hmm. son, he's five now. Whenever he's you know in five years, it'll probably be time to start getting him his own video game stuff. Right. And I'm not going to build him a PC at ten years old. Right. You know right. Exactly. Because not only like I would I would love to, yeah, it'd be great. But not only is it is it a little more expensive, but then you look into dependability and like how fast things go obsolete. Right. And like. The tech the technology inside a console goes obsolete too, but they are built in a way that's a little more dependable. It's a little more, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's obviously more family friendly to just pick up the controller and start playing a game. You know, right, it's, exactly. You know, you, it's you more know of a family thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's definitely more user friendly than right. just than a than a PC, Absolutely. because a PC is a is a you know it's a powerhouse that can multitask and do pretty much anything you that you want right you know in its own realm so it's you know i think that that's a good that's a good positive for consoles and that's why they'll always be there 
That's why they still make an Xbox, even though they really don't have to if for, for you know, but that's like, that's our opinion because we're PC owners. Right. So they definitely, definitely have their benefits, but I would never buy one again. Not no, for same, myself, at least. Same, same. Like I said, the only thing I would do is I would get a PlayStation 5 just to play those, those exclusives that I can't get, you know, which I really love. You know, God of War is like, oh, what an amazing game. I, that series is fantastic from the first one through the, you know, the PlayStation 5 stuff that's, that's out now. I mean, if I had some, some fuck you money, I would buy them all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would probably too. Just for like, you know, giggles. Hey, you know. I said the bad word and I've been trying to keep it PG and I'm sorry. Jeez, you guys. Now we have to put an explicit explicit uh tag on the podcast i'm gonna have to bleep that out (laughs) oh my goodness i mean there's so much i mean we could we could go on for for days with this i think we might make this i think we might make this a part one yeah i i was thinking that actually too um before because we haven't even touched upon the wii nintendo we haven't even talked about nintendo no yeah this like this is this is part one for sure yeah and I'm not. That doesn't mean part two will be next week, but we will definitely pick this conversation up again because we, like you said, we could go on for hours. Yeah. Because you know, not only did we not talk about the Wii, we haven't really gotten in depth about the new consoles really at all. We have. We didn't talk about any, like you know, there's still the PS3 and the PS4, right? The Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Right. There's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. So yeah. this episode will be continued. I mean, forget it. Oh, the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Plus, well, we could talk about VR. V- oh Listen, let's not everybody get... out there in podcast land, because we know that it's podcast land. That's now. right. We talked about that two weeks ago. But we will be touching on this again. Awesome. All right. So let's let's we'll wrap it up at this point, and then yeah, we'll do a part two for for sure. Um, and again, guys, don't forget to head over to Twitter at the two guys take the number one as our tag over there uh follow us for um for updates and all that good stuff and obviously on whatever your listening pleasure is if you guys wouldn't mind if you're especially if you're on apple i believe they're the only ones that has ratings uh leave us a rating leave a comment if you like uh anything that will uh, help us out would be greatly appreciated uh from both myself and adam yeah if and yeah pretty much just like he said we're Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Those are the big ones. I mean, if you're listening to a podcast anywhere else, we're probably there, but I'm not going to rifle off the whole list of names. Right. Um, And we will probably eventually start an Instagram, start a YouTube channel. We might start doing these in video format and, you know, a live one here and there. So just make sure you're following on our socials just to keep yourselves up to date. All right. All right, Mike. we'll, We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great one. You too. Bye.